It's Friday, August 16th, and today I talk with Bruce Harpel about leveraging Microsoft Teams to work together better. I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. This is Three Wheels' official podcast about enterprise collaboration, how people, process, and technology combine to help organizations, departments, and teams work together better. I'm here with Bruce Harple, our VP of Delivery. How are you doing, Bruce? Danny, I am doing great, man. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. We're going to talk about a really important subject, which has to do with Microsoft Teams, a product from Microsoft that's just been taking off. I think uh, you've recently been, uh, you went to the, I always get the Inspire and Ignite uh, re reversed or messed up, but you went to the Inspire conference, correct? Yeah, I went to Inspire and you know, Microsoft shared that, you know, Teams is really the fastest growing application just in the way of you know overall adoption by their customer base uh -huh. than any application in the history of microsoft so you know, if you think about you know the things like word and excel and powerpoint kind of the the foundation of office back in the day you know yep. teams is growing at a faster rate than even those office apps did when they you know first came to market so that's great that's that's great. And for us, where we focus in on collaboration, this is great news for us. And today's topic is about, uh, you know, at Three Will, our focus is on helping teams work together better. And so today I wanted to talk with you about sort of like, what are we doing with customers now? What are we doing to help them work together better with uh, using Microsoft Teams? So get us kicked off with this subject, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. And so for those that, that maybe don't know what Teams is, which, you know, might be unlikely, I mean, Teams is a an application, one of the products in the Office 365 or Microsoft 365 platform, you know, that really kind of brings you know conversations, content, people, and and different tools together, right? So that your team has you know, one place to access and collaborate around that information, kind of in in a hub. You know, it's kind of the way Microsoft thinks of it and and, and talks about it. So kind of lets you manage all those conversations, any files, any other you know, tools or applications like SharePoint apps let you kind of access all that in, in one place. So it's definitely a very powerful tool for kind of the inner team, you know, collaboration. You know, and, and one of the things that, you know, I wanted to talk about, Danny, is, you know, one of the things that, that's really important when you think about, you know, leveraging Microsoft Teams, it's really important that you really think about that implementation and that there's kind of a, a method to, to rolling out and implementing Microsoft Teams because it's not one of those things you necessarily want to just turn loose, you know, on your user community. You know, we were talking about, Danny, how, you know, back in the days when SharePoint first started, a lot of companies just did that. They turned SharePoint loose and you kind of had this urban brawl. There was no governance, there was no structure, and it became unwieldy and, and difficult, you know, for people to find information uh, and really difficult to collaborate. You know, it, it really you know, caused a lot of pain in organizations. We call that the SharePoint sprawl. We... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and with Teams, yeah, it's a very powerful application and, and the same thing can happen. So you, you really do have to think about kind of overall governance, you know, security, 
you know, how does your your company and the teams within your company? I mean, how do they, you know, collaborate and communicate together? Kind of, you know, what's your culture, right? And and you really got to kind of understand how each user community can really benefit from using Teams because, you know, the use cases, you know, and usage scenarios within each community are going to be different. It, it's not necessarily a one size, you know, fits all. So you know, it's really important to kind of have an overall roadmap. You know, and kind of more of a method to your madness. You know, because you know, at the end of the day, you know, you want to have you know a successful implementation. You want to see adoption. You want to see you know your organization get value out of teams, right? So, you know, we want to put some structure behind that, and you know, and an approach and, and process. You have to really begin to consume teams. You know, in a way that you will get your immediate and fast benefit and value. You know, from that set of tools. So just a little, what you're saying is there's some benefits to, instead of just growing organically and just letting uh, the community sort of go in its own direction is maybe just sp- spending a little bit of time, a little foresight, a little, you know, planning around this, the, there's going to be plenty of benefits from taking the time to go do that. Absolutely. That's right. Great. So talk me through sort of the process. Do we Is this some, something similar like we used to create? Uh, roadmaps for customers, or what? What does it look like when we're when we're working with a customer initially to to help out with this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, ultimately we do want to get to the point where we have a a roadmap and a, and, a, and a way and, and process for you know implementing teams. And, and one of the things that uh, and we kind of have a, a process that we walk customers through, right? And and the first place we like to start, which you can imagine, right, in a collaborative application, is we want to start with people. Right. Because that's that's what it's all about. Right. It's about people and, and people collaborating together. And and what we like to do, because an organization can be so large, too, you know, we like to start with kind of you know, identifying, you know, you know, who are the core user communities you know, within your organization. Right. Because like I was saying earlier, you know, different user communities definitely tend to have different you know, kind of collaboration use cases or usage scenarios, if you will. And we really want, you know, even though there might be some use cases that are common, you know, across communities, you know, we really want to kind of take this this implementation and its roadmap, and we really want to kind of structure it by user community because we think, you know, we can get you as an organization can get greater value out of, you know, targeting the specific needs of that user community. And a good example, Danny, right at Three Wheel, I mean, you know, you know, the way we have teams structured and implemented you know, for sales pursuits, right, and for sales teams, and, and the way we kind of organize that content and, and have conversations around that content, you know, the way we go through approvals and things like that is different, you know, than the way we structure teams for our projects, right, and the way we deliver to customers, because the use cases are different, right, and the type of information that we are collaborating around uh, and sharing is different, and even for, for example, with projects, right, we have internal teams, but we also have external teams, right? So we we actually want to collaborate with our customers, right? You know, on the sales side, you might not want to do that, right? But certainly on a project side, you know, there's a whole other use case and usage scenario that's pretty critical, right? Because, you know, we're a transparent organization. We want to kind of open up and, uh, and, and collaborate with our customers. So it sounds like, you know, and I'm trying to, and I appreciate sort of examples because, it sounds like these user communities are really, it's about who needs to work with who to get things done. And it can be people within the same department. It can be cross-departmental. It can be inside, outside the organization. 
it, you know, you're, um, you know, when I see the word user community, I'm just sort of like trying to map that over. Are we talking about departments? Are we talking about teams that are set up for particular purposes? And, and it sounds like a part of that is sort of anal uh, analyzing sort of like, how does the organization work? How did people work together to get things done and in setting up an appropriate um, structure within teams in order to enable those teams to get work done? Yeah, that's exactly right, Dan. Yeah. 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 And then you know, one of the things that we like to do kind of with each of those communities is, is really begin to identify, you know, we call them collaboration champions, you know, or it could be a champion or champions within each community. You know, people that, you know, you know, are, are willing to kind of uh, step up and, and really kind of get excited and passionate about, you know, the technology and teams and how it can really benefit their user community. Because you know, they're they're going to be the ones that kind of kind of champion you know the usage of Teams and kind of the ongoing you know growth and feeding and you know kind of you know measuring the, the success and value received via Teams right um, yeah and we we kind of talk about these collaboration champions they really that they kind of help others on their teams succeed you know and you kind of some of the the things we list under that is you know they they make others you know better faster stronger smarter right they're, they're kind of the the marquee players that can help lift the entire team, you know, and they, and they have the ability to multiply other people's capacity, right? Cause you know, with teams, you have a tremendous opportunity to become more effective and efficient in, in what you as a team, you know, does, right. As, as it relates around the business processes and the, the activities you perform. So, you know, these collaboration champions are a key element in, in kind of driving, you know, adoption and, and kind of measuring usage and, and really kind of helping to kind of refine, you know, their kind of collaboration model for their community over time as the business changes and as more capabilities, you know, uh, are released, you know, in teams and other parts of Microsoft 365. Yeah. This, boy, this reminds me a lot about sort of how, how we, we roll out SharePoint, have rolled out SharePoint in the past as well. Is really help, trying to help with that, that adoption and looking for different people who will will initially, you know, be the people who are the um, the innovators and who can go out and who are making things happen. It sounds like these collaboration champions are really those folks that are the first movers and the people who sort of drive the new way of, of working together. Yeah, and they're the ones that you know, if, if people get frustrated with you know how to leverage teams effectively or, or finding content. Um, you know, have ideas and other ways that their their community can leverage teams. I mean, you know, they're the ones that become kind of the focal point, right? I mean, the champion, mm -hmm. you know, for, for, you know, really helping, you know, the that user community kind of mature in, in the way they collaborate and, and leveraging, you know, teams you know, to help facilitate that collaboration. So next step, we, do we sort of come in and do a bit of an assessment? Do we take a look at what sort of where they are or talk me through sort of, the steps here. Yeah, that's that's exactly right, Danny. Yeah, we come in and, and do what we call kind of a collaboration baseline assessment, um, and it's really done, you know, kind of via a survey, you know, that we send out to you know, all the users within the community, or it could be within the company, depending on how big the company is. Um, and, and really, we use that to really just kind of assess, you know, kind of from a starting point, you know, where is that community or that organization, you know, as it relates to 
their ability and effectiveness in, in collaborating with one another, communicating with one another, you know, coordinating, you know, activities across, you know, teams and, and kind of organizational boundaries. So really we, we kind of come out with kind of the maturity level assessment. So, you know, in this, in this scale from, you know, basic to advanced maturity, you know, where are you? Because we want to kind of have that, that baseline because you'll see later on in the process, as we work with each user community, you know, what we want to do is, is turn that dial up, right. And increase that maturity level over time. And we're going to come back and reuse the same assessment, you know, to really measure, you know, have we moved that dial. Nice. Nice. So, we, you know, within our marketing department, we use carrier pigeons for communication. So that puts us probably low <laughs> on the maturity level. That's my guess, right? <laughs> there you so, have. so once you have these, um, you know, once you started assessing, I guess you're taking a look at these different user communities. What do you do from there? Yeah. So, you know, what we do once we kind of get that baseline assessment, you know, then we kind of work with each user community, right? Kind of one at a time. Um, yeah, obviously there can be some overlap in that, but we want to kind of, you know, focus on a user community. And we, we tend to kind of start with it with a kickoff meeting where we kind of review the, uh, the results of the survey, right, of the assessment. So they kind of know, here's what we learned, you know, from, from your assessment. And then we really kind of look at, you know, for their organization and their community, you know, really just talk about kind of what's the, the overall vision and objectives for collaboration, right? you know, really across the entire company. Uh, and then we start to drill into specifically, you know, what is it they want to accomplish within their community? Um, and then we really start talking about, you know, when it comes to collaboration, communication, coordination, really trying to understand in that community, you know, what are some of their key pains, their challenges, their opportunities? Because that's, you know, that's kind of the, the low-hanging fruit of what we're going to go after when we look to implement teams. Um and we define some specific goals, right? So we take those pains, challenges, opportunities, do some prioritization, you know, look at kind of where, you know, there's a, a greater impact for some of these opportunities versus others. And then we set specific goals for that community, right, based on those pains, challenges, and opportunities. And then we actually develop kind of what we call a community growth and action plan, which is to say, how are we going to achieve those goals? You know, is it, is it training? Is it coaching and mentoring? Is it uh, maybe some dashboard implementations via Teams? Is it some flow implementations via Teams? Is it some integration with some SharePoint applications via Teams? You know, it, there's a lot of different ways you could begin to kind of um, implement functionality within Teams to help that, that community kind of work together better. Um, and, and then you execute that plan, right? So we, we come up with these growth and action plans, and then we execute. And again, you know, this is where the... Um, the collaboration champions, right, play a key role, you know, because it doesn't really necessarily need to be three wheel, right, executing those growth and action plans. You know, it, it really, ideally, it's those collaboration champions kind of driving, you know, the, those growth and action plans for their community. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, Bruce. Uh, so next, let's talk about um, how do we work with each of the different user communities then? Yeah, so we, we have a, a process we kind of go through with each user community, Right, and we, we start with you know a, a community kickoff meeting, you know, and and this is where we we kind of share the results of that uh, you know collaboration baseline assessment that we took, right? So they kind of understand, you know, what do we you know discern from that assessment? Kind of where are they 
from a maturity perspective as it relates to you know collaboration. And then, you know, we talk about what collaboration is. We, we talk about the collaboration champions, right, and, and, and who they are and what their role is. Uh, and then we really kind of get into talking about, you know, what's the overall kind of vision for collaboration, you know, for the company as a whole, right? So what's the big picture? What's the company trying to achieve, you know, from a, a collaboration perspective? And, and then we kind of start to drill into kind of the needs of that specific user uh, community. So what we'll do is we'll go in and, and talk about and try to understand, you know, what are their key pains, their challenges, their opportunities, you know, as it relates to, you know, collaboration, communicating with one another, communicating across teams. And then we, we take that, you know, we, we get them to prioritize that. And really with each of those pains, challenges, and opportunities, you know, kind of wait, you know, what's the benefit, right? If we address that pain, challenge, or opportunity, because we're trying to understand, you know, where can we bring the greatest value to their community through collaboration and through automating some of that collaboration with Microsoft Teams. And, and we'll take that kind of prioritized and, and weighted list and we'll set real specific goals for that community. Because we really, at the end of the day, want to measure success, right? And measure adoption, measure value. So we want to have some goals that we can come back and, and measure against. And then what we do is we develop a, we call it a community growth and action plan. And that could be multiple things, Danny. It could be training, it could be coaching or mentoring. It could be implementing some dashboards within teams. It could be integrating with some SharePoint applications uh, or, or you know, many more things, right? So what are the real specific actionable things that we can do that will now begin to start addressing some of those pain, challenges, and opportunities? So we have a plan. And then we go off and execute that plan. And, and that's really not a three-well thing, really. At, at this point, you know, once we have that uh, kind of growth and action plan, you know, mm -hmm. this is where we want those you know, collaboration you know, champions to take it and run with it, right? And, and they might bring someone like, like us in, three-well in, you know, for specific implementation details, but we really want them to own the plan and them to execute the plan. So... Um, you know, that's, that, that's going to be key because you know, we want the overall team to buy in and, and feel like they're getting value and benefit, you know, from the plan that's been developed that will hopefully you know, address the goals they've set. Nice, nice. So it's, this is really just, you know, you're, this is a, um, you're putting together something that, that uh, it's almost, it sounds a lot like, like an adoption plan, like you're trying to, to talk through with them as an organization, sort of like what you're doing. Um, to adopt teams to, you know, in growth, when we're talking about growth here, it's really about, it's about making sure that, that uh, these different user communities are able to collaborate together, to work within teams together. Um, and then it sounds like this isn't, whereas a lot of our traditional projects were often implementing after this phase, this, this, it sounds kind of like, um, you know, I often talk with these migration projects, how much we, how much communication is a key portion of this and almost coming up with the plan for how, how do you work with these different collaboration champions and give them, you know, a plan around how do you communicate, you know, growth within your, um, your, your specific user communities as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and for us, you know, the actual, you know, kind of growth and action plan implementation for us, you know, it, it uh -huh. could be more, you know, training, coaching, mentoring kind of opportunities, you know, yeah. where there are certain things that we can bring value 
you know, to execution of the plan, but you know, we don't want to own the plan, right? Right. Yeah, we want that that community to kind of own the plan and that collaboration champion to really drive execution of that plan. So we've done. So then we help out, and so there's a, um, I guess, like as we look at the the life cycle of different projects out there, we've got a, We're now into like the implementation type of phase. Once we're done, you know, is there's is uh, is next step like doing retrospectives or what's next after this? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we kind of take. Uh, you know, play from our Agile Scrum playbook, right? And, you know, after a certain period of time, we, we want to do what we call a collaboration retrospective, right? So ultimately, we're trying to say, you know, have we moved the bar? Have we moved the dial, you know, on our overall, you know, collaboration, communication, and coordination maturity level, right? So has this community, you know, are they getting better? Do they feel like, you know, they're, they're more effective in what they do, that they can do more than they did before? Right. So we're going to kind of reconduct that that collaboration survey and assessment. Right. We're going to analyze those results and, and we're going to kind of share those results. Right. With the broader team. And we're really going to start looking at helping them identify best practices. So, you know, we think there are certainly things that teams will do and implement that could be leveraged by other teams within the organization. Right. So we want to we want to kind of share you know, the survey results, right? We want to be able to show maturity growth, right? As it relates to, you know, collaboration, communication, and, and coordination. You know, we want to share best practices and we want to share success stories, right? Because it's all about adoption. It's all about celebrating your successes. So we think that's an important part of that retrospective. And then you're kind of in that continuous life cycle, right? You're continuing to look at, okay, what's the next set of pain, challenges, and opportunities that we want to go after? Uh, let's set some goals. Let's develop a growth and action plan. So, you know, and, and for us, it's really kind of teaching those collaboration champions to do that and, and execute that that life cycle, if you will, that collaboration life cycle on their own, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the plan. We're going to send out that survey and we're going to cross our fingers and hope the numbers come back better. <laughs> we're going to, you know, it's one of those things. We, It's great. It's so important, I think, with this is is, uh, is baselining and making sure there's improvement. So it's wonderful to hear that, you you know, that that it's built into what you guys are doing with, you know, look, taking that retrospective, surveying to make sure that that there's been improvement and then. Yeah, just sharing with folks like what's working within that organization. Everybody, you know, best practices are, are often like there's there's um, there can be ones that are are specific to the type of organization that it is, and so it's wonderful to hear that you guys sort of capture those and and share them within within that within that organization. So, anything else to to get us um, to get us wrapped up here? What's the next steps? Sort of what is it is a uh, reaching out to us through the contact us page anything else people should know beyond just coming to our website and and going to the contact us page no i think that's it you know you know you know reach out to us you know via the website yeah and uh you know we happy to come in and and talk about this process and, and talk about you know maybe there is a a specific user community we can kind of start with you know to walk through this process and uh you know so they can get some experience with it and hopefully see some some growth and collaboration maturity and, and really just i mean the other thing we we do want to do is kind of look at the bigger broader picture around teams too you know related to things like governance and security you know some of the things that apply to the entire you know um, usage of teams so there's other things that we look at 
you know, kind of in parallel, you know, with the, the work we're doing with the user community. So, um, but, uh, you know, kind of the, the detailed implementation, you know, we like to kind of do it a user community at a time, but you still have the, you know, the umbrella of governance and security and compliance kind of things that you want to kind of do in parallel to make sure you're getting all that kind of structure in place as well. Awesome. Awesome. Bruce, thank you for taking the time to share this and uh, look forward to seeing plenty of these these types of projects coming on. I know Teams has been just taken off for a lot of our clients and uh, I'm excited to see you guys put together a, a formal offering around it. Thanks for doing that. Yep. Yeah, we're excited about it. Yep. Looking forward to working with customers on it. Awesome. Thanks everybody for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft Cloud, please come by and see us at threewill.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.